Hey everyone, this is an attempt at something new. I am starting a series called Your Story, designed to talk about anything and everything, but most importantly, you. See, I believe everyone has a story to share, and these stories can help others in a variety of ways. Built out of passion for storytelling, this series will tell the journey you're on and the impact you make, even if you think you don't, you do. So let's get started with Lafayette senior Jaron Saunders, a standout quarterback who will head to Missouri Western next year, but first, his story in his own words. Missouri Western, I, I've known for a while and seen social media that they've really kind of wanted you. They, they've been looking at you a lot. They've really made it seem like they wanted you there. Just what stood out to, about them that made you say, yeah, this is where I want to be? Um, really, the coaches out there, they've, I went over out there in the summer and had a workout with Coach Brown, the office coordinator out there. And ever since that moment, I kind of felt like that's where I wanted to go. Um, I knew that the facilities out there are really nice. And the main thing that stood out to me out there is that their education and stuff out there and the, how much the coaches care about it is really what I wanted to go for. And um, obviously, I don't know if you heard, but I want to go in the nursing program. So I know that they have one of the best nursing programs around this area. So that's that's a big thing for me. And um, I know their team GPA is super high and coach uh, Williamson really uh, wants his kids to be good at in the classroom and push to be great in there. So that's a big thing that stood out to me and their winning program. So, I mean, coming from one winning program, going to another is going to, is what I wanted to do. So um, all the coaches, all the players are super cool out there. They care about me and all the other recruits that are coming in and they really push to get me in. I just had a meeting with Coach Williamson um, after my official visit, and we talked about everything. And after that moment, I knew that's where I wanted to go, so we made it happen. What is this process like uh, of trying to figure that out? Because I know I've talked to a, a lot of seniors. When they go through this, it's either a lot of nerves, a lot of relief, a little bit of everything. But for you, what was this whole process like for you, kind of figuring out what you wanted to do? Um, really, it was it was kind of stressful in the beginning of it my junior year I didn't have the best season so after that I knew I had to work hard and strive to be better and a lot of work with Drew Cortez in the offseason helped me get to the point that I am where I'm at now so um, going into my senior year I knew that I wanted to get to that D2 level or possibly D1 so I knew that um, going forward it was going to be a lot of work to get to that point but the recruiting process, it, it's its stressful definitely this year because the um, the COVID year and everything, it really jacked up everything for our class and the class before us, knowing that those seniors all got an extra year and everybody got an extra year below them. So it was stressful because I didn't know where I was going to be able to end up, but I was uh, lucky enough that Missouri Western reached out and I knew that's where I wanted to go. So once they did, I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's game over from there. It's a big sigh of relief whenever – I got that offer because I was like, I talked to my family right away and I, I called my mom and talked to her and I was like, yeah, they just offered me super excited about it. And she was like, well, you just need to be patient with it. See what else you get. And after the official visit, I was like, I, I don't want to be anywhere else. This is home. And it's easy for me because I get to stay at home and I don't have to go far away or anything like that. So the recruiting process is very tough. Just knowing, finding out what feels best for you. And that's the main thing with it. If if it feels right to you, that's all you have to go with. You have to go with your gut feeling. Can that, can that be challenging if trying to figure out? Because if, if outside presence may be like, hey, man, you should go do this. This is where you should be. This is what you should do. 
But like you said, you got to do what's best for you. Is, is that kind of maybe the challenge, at least early on in this whole thing, where you see, you know, the guys before you, like the Dayton McGoys, the Diego Bernards, I mean, Drew, you just, just so many guys getting these chances. But then you have maybe outside voices that are like, hey, you should be looking here, here, and here. But at the same time, like you said, there was something just about that official visit that really made Missouri Western home. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things was for me, too, is I had a lot of people saying, get out of St. Joe, like, go explore, go far. And I was just like, I don't really know what I want to do. But like I said, once I took that official and I walked around campus with the coaches and some of the players out there and everything, I was just like, I don't really want to be anywhere else. I mean, it's it's really what fits best for you. I'm mean, Some kids like to go far away. Some kids like to stay closer to home. And me personally, I'm a homebody. I don't really get out and do much. So. I knew Missouri Western, I'd be doing the same thing that I would be doing anywhere else. So being able to stay home, close to family, I have a lot of family around St. Joe, a couple hours away or some in town. So, I mean, it's it was easy decision for me, really, once I got that offer. But I think the biggest thing really is, is it, you, have to feel, you have to find a place that feels like home to you and don't worry about what anybody else says, because truly you're the one that's going to be in that program, not anybody else. So it was easy for me to make that decision. You mentioned that you were able to go out there with Dave Brown and kind of, you know, work with him a little bit. And, you know, his his resume, he's been all, all over the place. He's at Nevada. I mean, he, he's been with some really good quarterbacks and offensive players across the country. Just what was that like for you to kind of get that experience? And what did he tell you to kind of said, OK, he wants me here. And he's I mean, you've watched this offense. He wants to do a lot of things. He wants to be creative and just. What stood out about him when you when you had the opportunity to work with him? Um, over the summer, it was kind of just stuff that I've been taught before, but he put a bigger emphasis on it. Like a lot of the pre-snap, post-snap reads that he helped me with and worked with me with to understand at a college level, like that's what you're going to have to do every single play and be quick with it. And that kind of helped me this year in high school because I had a better understanding of what I really truly need to look for. And um, that's what really helped me a lot this year was – knowing that if a backer moves slightly, he might be blitzing or he takes a couple of steps forward, he's coming. And just there was a lot of stuff that we just talked about their offense and what he teaches. And he said they have a lot of different formations out there, and but they have run a lot of the same plays out of those formations. It's just a confusing thing for other, for the defenses, and they can't keep up with it. But he, like you said, he's been a lot of places. He's worked with a lot of great quarterbacks. And me personally, I like the pistol set and, he said he, that's what he put in, and so that's what, that was a big deciding factor for me, too. I like the running back behind me, so the defense doesn't know which way we're going with the ball or anything, and they like me as an athlete, too. So um, a lot of teams or colleges thought I was just a pocket passer, but they see my athleticism outside of that, too. But I kind of showed that a little more this year, and they understood that, and they just want me to get to the next level with that and keep excelling with my run game and with my legs and obviously my arm and get me stronger and faster and everything and hopefully excel off of that too. What's it like to have three of you from Lafayette going to Missouri Western and, and the fact that you guys get to stay close to home, but also continue being teammates now too. Uh, that, that was a really cool thing. I know that I was the first one to make the commitment. So I had to do a little bit of recruiting to get Carlos and Quinton out there because I know that they wanted them too, so I really pushed for them to get out there. But the coolest thing about us three is, is we've been playing together for the longest. We've been together since third grade. So, I mean, knowing that we're going to get another four to five years together is also, is going to be amazing. 
all of our families are super close. Um, they've done a lot for us during high school and they're going to continue to do that for us during college. So I know that all the parents are happy about it and we're all happy about it because we've been brothers for since third grade. So it, it's going to be an amazing feeling knowing that I'm going to be able to continue to throw the ball to Carlos and have Quinn protect me up there up front. And they're both exceptional guys and they're the hardest workers I know. They both, we all three stay after school every day and lift. And it, it's just something that we've been doing since our freshman year, eighth grade year, going into our freshman year that we've been putting in that work all together and staying after practice, running hills, whatever it took to help the team succeed in those ways. And I, I see that we're going to continue to do that going forward. It's, it's pretty rare to have you know, teammates, like you said, since third grade, you guys have played. I know we did a story with you guys with about that this year. Mitchell did that with you guys, but also the fact that you guys were able to, to play together for so long in high school. And then also it's, it's also rare to have multiple guys go play at the next level, let alone the same school. Just when did you guys know that maybe that was maybe a reality of like, like you said, you had to kind of help recruit the other two in and kind of say, Hey, I'm going here. It'd be really cool if we stuck together a little bit longer too. Um, I know. Uh, for Quinn, I knew that whenever he told me that they started reaching out, I was like, yeah, I got to get him out there with me. And um, so uh, it kind of started off whenever after season ended, we had colleges start coming to the school and stuff to talk to us and everything. And Missouri Western came and they talked to Carlos and Quinn both. And a couple of moments after that, um, Coach Williamson texted me, said he needs to do a little recruiting for me. So I was like, I can do that for sure. So. Once they both got that offers from them, I was like, I was really pushing it on them every single day. Like, when are you going to commit? Are you going to commit? Like, let's make it happen. And I know Carlos was decided between two schools, and um, I really pushed for one. And he told me, he was like, I can't pass up another four to five years of playing with you. And Quentin said the same thing. So I was super excited when they both told me that they were committing to go out there and make that happen so we could be together for another four to five years. But, I mean, it's always a great feeling knowing that you have those friends and those brothers that you've known for so long, being able to keep playing with them. And it's kind of a rare sight. I don't know when the last time that's ever happened when you've had this many people go to one school from one high school, but I know a lot of the people in the town are super excited for us and we're super excited for ourselves and proud of ourselves because we put a lot of work in, especially us three to get to the point that we are at today. Looking back at your high school career a little bit, you, you know, I mean, you know, the, the lineage of quarterbacks going through Lafayette goes back a, a long time. I mean, I'm going to leave someone out when I mention names, but Tim Nelson, Bryston Williams, Drew Cortez, I mean, Diego, then Dayton, you. How much was that excitement? But also, like, I'm the next in line, and th there's been some good dudes come through here that have really played well, and now it's my turn, and you got two years to do it. And, you know, this year, like you said, you guys were really able to get, you know, offense those firing and putting up a lot of points too well going into my junior year I knew that it was going to be tough to um step into that role definitely after Dayton he was more he was kind of that bully type of quarterback who would run through anybody and me I was kind of a smaller dude with uh I think I think my arm was pretty good my junior year but um I had a lot of guys around me that could make plays and they made it easy for me but I also put a lot of stress on myself to try to be like one of the greats to come through off yet and I think it I tried to push myself too much and I started overthinking a little bit, but um, I settled down as the season went on. And once we reached districts, I was like, I want to get Lafayette a district win and try to keep going. And then we got to a really tough Smithfield team and 
I mean, they, they were just good that year and they were good this year too, as they went to state at one state. Um, their head coach out there is great, Jason Ambrosian. I know him personally. He's an exceptional coach out there. Um, but um, going into my senior year, I knew that I was going to have to be better than I was last year. And um, I really worked hard in the offseason with Drew to try to get to that point to where I could lead this team as far as I could. And I knew I had a lot of playmakers around me. We had a great receiving core this year. They, they helped me out a lot. My O-line was phenomenal. Um, we had great running backs this year. Um, so, I mean, it was a really easy job for me this year just to deal the ball out to those guys and let them make the plays. And that's, I said, that was probably one of the biggest things that I adjusted to for my junior year to senior year is I don't have to be that guy replaying and make the big plays. And I just have to give them the ball and they'll go make the plays for me. But, um, I knew going to my, after I knew before I got injured with my thumb that I was on pace to get to Drew's season passing record and. I was really pushing for it, and that's what I wanted to do so I could brag in his face about it. But uh, that didn't happen because I got that injury, and I had to sit out against Cameron. And then I played tough. I played with, through it with St. Pius for a little bit, and then it just got too bad. So I was just like, I don't want to risk it anymore. So I sat out the second half of that game. Came out Maryville game. I was feeling pretty good, and we, Maryville was just always tough to beat at home. So, I mean, no excuses there. We just didn't have our best game. But um, I know that. I had a great season this year, honestly, and we didn't play good some games and some drives, but that's going to happen as part of football. You have your ups and downs, but senior year was great. We had a lot of great people around us, a lot of great support. Um, coaches, staff really loved us up and cared about us this year and pushed us to be great. And it was player-ran leadership, and that's what we kind of wanted going into the season. So we weren't really de dependent on all the coaches to have to lead this team like we were in the past, but it was a lot of self like self-made leadership from this year and bringing those young guys with us along the way. So the season was great. Uh, we didn't end how we wanted to. We thought we could make a run at district championship, but Excelsior came out hot against us, got those two onside kicks. And it's kind of tough to come back down 21-0 in the first four minutes of the first quarter, but it happens. You, you mentioned that, but you look every year, the district that you guys are always in is – arguably one of the toughest, not just in the area, but probably in the state, just how much do you guys embrace that challenge? Because there, there's been a lot of years where you guys will get seven, eight, nine wins, and then you have your Excelsior. I mean, you have a lot of, you know, big schools out, down there in Kansas City too, and it, it's a fight every year just to get to a semifinal game because there, there is no real slouch in that district either. Yeah, I'd say the Class 4 District 8 is – probably one of the toughest. I mean, Smithville has been dominant for the last couple of years. And I, I knew going into the district seeding that we were lucky with the two seed, but I knew the two seed didn't mean anything because any team in that district could have got that two seed and they were just as good as us. And I tried to stress that all week and we were watching film about the teams at Excelsior playing and stuff. I and mean, they didn't look too good, but I was just, I was telling like, this is district. It's winter go home. They're going to bring it all. And I feel like, Lafayette has always had a target on their back. So anytime someone's come to play Lafayette, they're going to give us their best game because they want to send us home. That's in any sport um, at Lafayette because we've been dominant for so long and everybody just wants to beat us. But um, I know this the Class 4 district gate has just always been tough. Uh, before I was even in high school, it was tough with Kearney and all those, Platte County and all everybody. But um, I knew Excelsior was going to be tough going into that district game. Uh, I was kind of hoping they would lose so we could – play Winnetonka and 
get that win because uh, Ryan Schleisner's there now, and it would have been cool to play against him. But we got Excelsior, and I knew it was going to be probably one of the toughest games we played all year. They're a really dominant run team, and sometimes Lafayette doesn't do good against those type of teams with the triple option. It's hard to follow, and it's hard to stay true to your keys. If one person doesn't stick to their keys, then it's a big play. It's 50-yard run or 25-yard run, so – I mean, that's all they did to us. They pounded the ball, got through three yards per carry, went for it on fourth down a couple of times, got the first down, and we just couldn't stop it. And then we got then they got those two onside kicks. So we were down 21 nothing before the offense even got to touch the ball, which that was tough to come back from. And we had a couple turnovers. We had a fumble on an option play, which that stuff happens. It's it we we don't really rep that all year. One of our first times running it in the district game, and he just wasn't ready for it. But it it's it happens. I take responsibility for everything, though. So, you know, go, going on back to what you mentioned about Drew, working with Drew, and you know, I, I would see videos December that Drew would post with all the quarterbacks that's working. What at all did he do for you just through your high school career in the off season? It seems like that's when really you're able to work more with him was in the off season when you're getting that one on one attention on a Saturday or a Sunday and just going out there and working on stuff. Um, honestly, Drew's taught me everything I know. I've been working with him since third grade, fourth grade, um, whenever me and Carlos started playing together. So uh, he's taught me everything I know, all my footwork, all my pre-snap reads, all my post-snap reads, my arm angles, knowing what defenses are doing. He's taught me everything. But this year is a lot of um, pocket movement because last year I was kind of antsy in the pocket, didn't really trust it. And this year, he just really wanted me to focus on being able to stay in that pocket as long as I can. And last second, if I have to get out, then I can. But now it's, that was a lot of work this year is being able to take those shots in the pocket if I need to and just trusting my line to make knowing that they'll have that pocket for me because I really did struggle with that my junior year. But, I mean, we we worked arm angles this year. We worked a bunch of different stuff, RPO sets, and a bunch of different throws that will help me in college and um, knowing that going with that and it really helped me out a lot this year is because I could catch a snap and if I needed to get the ball out quick it was don't even worry about getting the lace to just get the ball out and let your receiver go make the play because not every ball is going to be perfect it's not going to be a tight spiral every throw it's just as long as the ball gets there that's that's what the job of the quarterback is the receiver has to make the catch and make the play and that was something that he stressed to me this year is we did a lot of stuff where it was a weird snap and having to catch the ball weird and just get it out. But um, we worked on that and a lot of my footwork drill with in the pocket, escaping the pocket, stepping up, um, just a lot of pocket movement, a lot of, like I said, arm angles and just catching the ball funny and throwing it just to get used to it. But that was really the main focus of last off season. But this year he's looking to get me ready for that college level and, those big, huge guys that are going to be coming after me. So I'm, I'm ready for it. I know it's going to be a lot of work for me, but I'm, I'm down for it. I'm ready to get to work on that. For those who don't know just how much, uh, maybe the mental part of, like you said, getting antsy in the pocket. Cause I mean, you see quarterbacks at all levels kind of maybe leave early or stay too long. How much was that a challenge to kind of, like you said, junior year, you're like, I got to go. I got to get out of here to kind of trust that that three, four, five seconds, that pocket's going to be there and just kind of trust yourself, trust that everything's fine around you, while also knowing that there's not a ton of time, which is normal either. Um, it's kind of, for a quarterback, you kind of have to have that time in your head. Like once you get to that 
two and a half, three seconds that you know that you're probably going to have to get out and make a play because you don't ever want to have your lineman hold somebody because you just want to send the pocket too long or stuff like that. So the biggest thing for me was if I knew I had time and I knew no one was open downfield, then that means there's probably a lane for me to get open and run um, or take a check down to my running back or something like that. But the mental part of it is, is, is tough for any position in football, but I think quarterback and linebacker are probably the toughest because quarterback, you have to know what your 11 guys are doing and what the opposite 11 are doing. So you're worried about 22 players on the field every snap. And you have to know what every single receiver is running, the running back's job, the line's job. And it's, it's always, it's always tough knowing that people don't really understand how tough quarterback truly is in football. But I mean, you're going to have those plays where, you look exceptional, exceptional and those plays where you look, you don't look like anything good, but it's part of football. That's any position, but the mental part of it is, is really tough for quarterbacks. Cause you have to, like I said, you have to know what everybody's doing every single second of the play. And if every, if they're drop, if they're bringing three and dropping eight, like a lot of the teams did to us this year after the uh, action game, cause they saw what we could do, then you know that there's probably a lane for you to get out and run if they're going to do that. And, or you just have to take what the defense gives you, which that's what I did a lot this year. It was not I didn't need to take the home run ball every time. I could just skip the ball to Carlos or Kingston on a five yard hitch route, and they're going to take it to the house for me. And that still goes down as a fifty yard play on my stat sheet and on their stat sheet, and still another touchdown for me. So the mental part is you just have to have that time in your head, knowing that once you hit three seconds, three and a half seconds, you're probably going to have to get out of there and try to extend the play or just take off and run, but it's not too bad once I'm in the game because I've repped it a lot and we do a lot of that stuff in practice where we blitz a lot of backers and stuff like that. Not showing that not a lot of teams blitzed us this year, but that's what we did in practice just to be ready for it. Just so I was ready for it and the running backs and line was ready for it. But mental part is tough for every position, but I think quarterback is probably the hardest for it. Before I let you get out of here, kind of what I wanted to do with these uh, new interviews and stuff is kind of let people know who you are or, you know, the why of why you play football. But I guess kind of the first one with this is, who are you the person? Because, I mean, we'll come out there and do the three-minute interviews with you, and we may talk about, you know, preparing for Maryville, preparing for Benton. But pe- people don't always see who you are. So I guess it's a really flat way to say it is, who are, who is Jaron Saunders the person? Um, I'm, a, I'm a son. I'm a brother. Uh, I have older siblings. I'm the youngest. My brother who's 30 has two, uh, two kids. She has a niece, which my niece and my nephew, my, my niece is five. She's uh, she lives in Columbia with her mom, but she comes up here every other weekend. Um, then he just had a nephew. He's three months old. So that's always fun. But, uh, um, yeah, I have an older sister too, who lives in uh, Columbia, who's moving to Kansas city this summer, this upcoming summer. And, um, I have a lot of great family around me. I'm a hard worker in the classroom. I really push to be great in there. And I put a lot of my effort in there. And anybody that you ever ask anybody, any of the teachers, they know that I'm always positive in school. I'm always talking to kids, um, trying to get my name out there the most I can and help those who, who need the extra support in the classroom, who need motivation every day. And I'm always around for people. If anybody ever needs it, um, I'm, I'm a kid, like I'm, I'm social. I don't really, have to hide that from anybody. Um, I have a lot of friends. I can make friends really easy. Um, I think a lot of the coaches that have coached me will say that I'm a, a pretty good leader. Um, 
I feel like I lead in the right direction. I'm, I do the positives for the team. I'll do whatever it takes for the team. Uh, like Excelsior game, they try to hold me back and playing safety all year. And I was like, just put me back there. Let's see what happens. If, if I do bad and pull me out, but I just want to help this team any way I can. And that's what I've always done. Um, I support anybody that any other athletics team, anything. Uh, I know that one of my teachers this year, he's the um, theater teacher too. So I was trying to push the whole football team, as many guys as I could to get out there and go support them too. And I went and they put on a great show, um, but I'm just going to support the school in the best way I can. Cause like everyone says, Lafayette's a family and that's true. It's a, it's a huge family and we all support each other and just like we want to be supported. And that's who I am. I'm just a kid who likes to be involved in stuff and help people out the best way I can. And, and whatever that is, I'll do it for them. Where does that come from? That kind of that, you know, like you said, positive to other kids in the classroom and getting teammates to go support other teams who, I mean, we see you at basketball, we see you at other sporting events, we see you, you need to bring up, you know, theater too, just kind of being everywhere. Where does that, I guess, part of your life come from that you want to be so involved and also kind of push others to do the same things as well? Um, I give all credit to my mom. She's, she's raised me on her own since I was in third grade. Uh, I moved, I was originally from Moberly, Missouri. I moved here the second semester of my third grade year and she's done phenomenal with me. She, I give all credit to her. She's always been positive. She's never negative. She's, she's just an overall great person. She's taught me everything I know about life and she's done it all on her own. Like I said, and a little help from my brother, he's pushed me to be great too, but she's positive every second of the day and she's just very caring about people and she wants the best for people. And I, and I think that's where I get it from is because she's always taught me to be nice to people, no matter the circumstances circumstances and don't worry about what other people have to say. Um, you never know what people are going through. So you always have to be positive towards them and try to help them out the best way that you can. A couple more questions. I'll let you get out of here. The first one, favorite, high school memories so far I mean there's obviously still another semester but favorite thing it could be football it can be you know anything you can think of um I think probably one of my favorite memories would probably be beating Savannah last year in the district round um that game was kind of crazy to me because I got kind of banged up with my head in the first quarter and played through it and I got it was fourth and five and I got that first down and then a couple of plays later I threw that pass to Derek and he had a great effort to get in the end zone and then we had a freshman kicker who had to come on and kick the extra point for the for the game and I was like talking to him for the kick it was like Carter deep breath you got it don't worry don't stress about it you're a great kicker I know you can get it through and he kicked it and he made it and because I was the holder last year so I had to calm him down a little bit because he was super nervous, but that feeling right there was phenomenal for me because that was like the first true moment of me feeling like I led this team in the right direction, helping them get a district win. But that, I'd say that's probably one of my favorite moments of high school. All right. Favorite part of the city rivalries because they're fun for us to watch and basketball jamboree. We finally got to see it again this year. Yeah. Football jamboree. I mean, it's the jamborees are really when you see them maybe on full display. What's your favorite part of them? Um, just the atmosphere of them. Uh, the football jamborees are always packed. The basketball jamborees are always packed. Um, the football jamborees are crazy. When definitely when they're out at Missouri Western, I know those stands are completely full, and that gives you kind of the college aspect of it and knowing what you're going to be going against of all the eyes that are going to be out there. But um, I'd have to say just the overall feeling of the jamboree and the atmosphere of that is probably one of the biggest 
feelings that you'll feel all year because that's the biggest stadium that you'll probably play in going forward into the season and knowing that all those eyes are there watching you and you have to perform or you're going to be the talk of the town if you're not performing right. But it, it, that's one of the greatest feelings going in. And obviously when we play Central on the schedule and stuff, that's always a big game too. I know we lost to them this year, but it was a great game throughout the game and they had a great fight coming back. Um, probably the worst feeling was getting tackled on that last play, but it, it happens. Um, but it's all part of the game. You're going to win some, you're going to lose some. Final question I have for you, going back all the way to the beginning of the conversation, going into a nursing program, uh, what exactly in the nursing program and where did, where did that passion come from? Um, I decided it was, it was a tough decision. I wanted to coach and I wanted to teach and stuff. And then I was looking at the money side of it, obviously. I know the, <laughs> yeah. your life's not all about money, but I want to help people out the best way I can. And I feel like going into the nursing, that's a great way to strive to help people in life. And because people are out at, with nurses every single day. Um, me personally, I want to specialize in uh, orthopedics so I can still work with athletes in some type of way. But um, I think that's a great way for me to help people. And um, that's just always what I've wanted to do with my life is be somewhere to where I can help kids or help adults in any way possible. Awesome. Well, congrats on Missouri Western, man. It's been fun watching you in high school. And I'm sure I'll see you at basketball and other events around the rest of the year, too. But good luck going to Missouri Western. I'm sure signing day here in, what, about a month or so, we'll, we'll see your name when Missouri Western announces it, too. Yes. Yes, you will. Thank you very much.